Hello, welcome to the project with no name from around the geek. Uh, we'll be coming to you with a title, I guess, some point in the future once we figure out, figure all this out, our format and everything. Uh, first things first, this is going to be your host, Terrell. And... Uh, hi, I'm Quinn. Uh, thanks for having me on the project with no name. No name. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, this is Quinn. This is, this is going to be... The guy you're gonna get all of your smart comic book facts from from this point going forward. Uh, if if I ever mess up on something, if you hear it on the round the geek or here, you know, always come to him. His number is uh, five five five. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So I haven't decided like a hundred percent what we're gonna do um, for this show, but I just know mainly this is gonna be in that comic world, and it's not just gonna be um, Marvel and DC stuff, but like. I feel like we're also going to get more in depth into like um, a lot of the the media stuff too, like the animated pictures, um, just 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 a lot more than than what you would normally get, uh, or a little bit more details what you would normally get from around the geek. Um, whereas though, like on there, we would just kind of like give you you know give you kind of like a little bit of what's coming up, but not really going into too much detail. Um, but uh, as we get into this. Um, we decided we're going to like uh i guess at first we're going to try to go over um kind of like the washington played or weekly entertainment for around the geek but like with this uh we just kind of go over uh what books um we we've read or we picked up or something we read throughout the week uh just kind of go over the details of it and uh i guess uh i'll start this <laughs> yeah um, absolutely so Quinn actually introduced me to this book, and uh, it was kind of off the rail. Like, I seen it, but I was like, eh. And uh, <laughs> uh, it's Spider-Man Through the Years, and I feel like I've talked about it before. Maybe I haven't. But uh, Spider- is it Spider-Man Through the Years? Uh, it's Spider-Man Life Story. Life Story. Why do I keep saying Through yeah. the Years? <laughs> I mean, he is going through the years, absolutely. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Spider-Man Life Story, um, which covers... Uh, Spider-Man from when he was created in the 1960s up until the modern day um, now, which I have no idea how they're going to be able to do that. Uh, (laughs) um, But I think the last one that came out was 2000s or 90s? Uh, Yeah, we're up to 90s, 2000s, I believe comes out next week. Don't quote me on that. Um, But yeah, I've I've definitely enjoyed this, this, that, that, uh, that book series so far a lot uh, especially seeing it go through like 10 year gaps of spider-man and kind of dealing with a world that kind of uh where spider-man still needs to exist um Mm -hmm. and then seeing like other characters um kind of like get bigger as well um i really like what they did with uh the fantastic four um yeah (laughs) um really like what they did with tony stark uh as far as like him trying to like outbid um, like uh, Park, uh, Peter Parker's company stuff like that. Yeah. Oh man, that was tense. That was like some cor- <laughs> corporate espionage stuff. Like, you're gonna give in to me, or I'll just buy you out. That's cool. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this book has a lot of charm, man. Uh, the the real charm of it is like, we're gonna start with Peter Parker in the '60s at age 15. And by the by the time the series is over, uh, it's gonna it's gonna take a ten year jump with every book. Uh, with the last book being him at seventy two years old, 
So uh, I, I, I really like this concept, and I'm so glad it was executed well. I really couldn't have been any happier for this thing. It's a really good idea. Um, I, I, I was saying, like, I really, really like the, them, like, kind of showing um, just kind of, like, all the story beats that kind of already preexisted still happen um, to a certain extent. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but, that's what I'm excited about for the next book, man. We're going to get in the Civil War. That's going to be really weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's just kind of weird because it's like seeing Spider-Man kind of be Spider-Man because you think – I always thought that Spider-Man's power is, like, really – I don't know for some reason. I mean, it could always change any time, like slow down. Like it doesn't slow down his aging or anything. Like he still ages like the normal, like a normal human. Um, yeah. But like his his power seemed to be affected by like his actual like metabolism and stuff like that. And like how they've explained like over the years, like if Spider Man gets sick or like if his if his mental game's not in it, like his powers are like affected, which is weird. But <laughs> like. That's it's, it's one of those things like they show him like getting older, so it's kind of harder for him to do certain things. Um, and then like his marriage with Mary Jane is just going out the window. Um, he he does have the kids with him. I, I think I remember seeing. Yeah, he's got two twin girls. I think. Yeah, except, he has he has twins. Except in the <laughs> the the twist that I um that I that I liked that they did. Um, is the the whole thing with the clone saga and and what they did when he's dating with uh, Mary Jane and I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody uh, that is going to read it but like that whole that whole thing kind of caught me off guard so if you think you are going to expect certain things to kind of happen the same way it doesn't yeah I mean absolutely uh, the the beautiful and terrible thing about comics is like no one ever ages uh, so when they do present this idea that like Spider Man is like fifty I mean of course. You know, like you said, Terrell, like, you know, he still ages like like you and I do. And so, sure, great, he has powers. But, I mean, can your body handle that many flips of 52? <laughs> you know? Uh, and and that, that's the really cool thing about this story. I, I just, I think it was really well done. Um, hats off to Chips and Darsky. And we still have two more issues left. So, um, definitely check it out, man. Chips and Darsky also does what? Um... Uh, he did... For Marvel specifically, I remember he did Howard the Duck. Uh, for Image, he does a book that is very strange called Sex Criminals. Ah, yes, I've read the first three yes. volumes. Of that. That's, <laughs> that's what it's it's him and a, a female artist, right? Um, yes, um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head right now. Uh, but yeah, yeah, um, it, it, it looks good. Um, what was that? Was that Matt Fraction? No, that was uh, that was Chip Zdarsky. Was it? Yeah, it was Chip Zdarsky. Yep. <laughs> Man, I I, I so, encourage anyone if they ever want to go just on Twitter, just to see the weird side of Twitter. Just go to his Twitter. He's just such an out there zany guy, and it definitely shows in his comic books. <laughs> I say, like, I, I'm definitely <laughs> the only the only thing that kind of bugs me, man. Like, it's just kind of like knowing, like, instead of them just re- releasing the entire thing all at once like we kind of we know every single cover that we're gonna get before it comes out um and then like they get also give descriptions of the story as well um Mm -hmm. for each book for like spider-man uh was it i keep wanting to say through the years (laughs) (laughs) life story life story yeah (laughs) so like i was looking at the preview and it shows like the different it it tells you like yeah 2000 spider-man like you said the next one is supposed to be civil war uh Um, civil war and moreland yeah 
So see see how that goes. Uh, I'm hoping uh, they kind of. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping they go. Um, I'm hoping that they use the uh, his kids because I'm assuming they have spider powers. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to. That's that's the one drawback of a book like this is like, with it being a ten year jump every time. Uh, you really gotta hone on hone in on one character because the rest of them are aging right there with you. So his kids will be like what in his twenties by the end of the book. I, I should be yeah, yeah. So I don't know how it's gonna all play out. I don't really don't want to spoil the story beats because Spider Man is not the only major player in this book. Um, but yeah, man, I I I just think it's a, a really really cool idea that I'm glad that Marvel let him go ahead and do. I mean, I just don't know why anyone hadn't thought about that before. Yeah, but, I, I was saying, if you guys ever read like the Batman Superman Generations, this is this is what this feels like. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's executed really well. Yeah, I, I just um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really sad when this is over. I know, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's only billed as a six, six issue series, um, and I I really wouldn't mind if they did that with another hero or another group. Um, I think it would be really interesting. Uh, kind of going back to what you said, uh, just seeing Fantastic Four, uh, who who is featured in this book in in an issue. Uh, but I think it would be really interesting to see how that plays out from the conception of their powers and then growing up. Um, I think that would be really a really cool book to touch upon. Well, we'll see. Um, like I said, I, yeah. I can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Marvel's been coming out with some like really cool ideas lately. Um, I never really knew that I wanted um, more uh, more of the old man Logan. Uh, world, uh, but man, old man Hawkeye was so good too, and that was a first time writer. I can't remember what his uh his name is. I think it's Ethan Sachs. Don't quote me on that, but uh, man, he he knocked it out of the park. I mean, you know, never never really cared to see what you know why Hawkeye got blinded, but now that I have, I am very thankful for it. Hawkeye died in that that story, right? I don't remember. It's been quite a few years. <laughs> um. But yeah, this book um, definitely um, definitely uh, shows you, you know, how Hawkeye got blinded, how he was affected with all the heroes being killed, and what his role was in that. Um, it, it was a very interesting read for twelve issues. Um, I didn't think anybody else but Mark Millar was gonna be be pulling anything with the old man Logan stuff off again, but they've done a pretty good job with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah. My next one was like, uh, it's kind of like obscure. It was like the, a lot of Spider-Man, but like uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, which is like another, like the, the, the 13th Spider-Man book on the shelf. I don't even know anymore. <laughs> um, but with this one, because I, I because this is this is coming off of the whatever's happening with like Nick, Spir- Nick Spencer's current run. Um, where like yeah. Spider-Man is like you said, he's living, he's living, um, in this apartment, um, with the roommate at 20, whatever he is. Um, <laughs> I yeah, think, I think they tell you how he's like 26, 27 now. Um, and, and yeah, something like that. Yeah. Like they actually give you like a definite number. Um, but, uh, 
yeah, this this particular one is kind of like I almost want to say this is like Strange Tales of Spider Man type thing because it's like weird stuff that's going on. I don't know if you read it at all, um, but like the the first couple books is like Spider Man um, has like a set of twins that's like left at his door, um, oh. <laughs> and and next thing I know, they they wind up going to like a parallel. Uh, New York City that's underground of New- is underneath the ground of New York City. Oh, it's, all right, <laughs> it's, it's it's weird. Like I'm still I'm still reading it, but like it's 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 pretty good from what I've read so far. Um, only thing I don't know that's that I'm trying to kind of read up to figure out what's going on. It's why Spider Man is back to using the regular cloth suit and not his tech suit. Um, so I, I don't know why he's he's not using that anymore. Um, I mean, if it's going by the Amazing Spider-Man run that Nick Spencer is doing, uh, I think they've just pretty much put him back to basics. Um, you know, with him losing Parker Industries and everything, I mean, yeah, but he's I, got he's got nothing else going for him. <laughs> so uh, that doesn't really explain why he would not continue to use that suit, though, because that seems to be like that was pretty convenient. Um, I mean, hey, uh, the somebody somebody just said it to me recently, and it really rang true. Uh, with superhero comics, it's like whoever's playing in that, like in in this case, it was Dan Slott at the time. Uh, you know, you play with your toys, but then the writer at the end of the series kind of has to put them back in the toy box so yeah. that the next person can do it. Um, I thought thought that was a really clever way of talking about it, but uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much why he's back to his normal suit because you know everybody needs you know their their normal Spider Man just like. Thor without Mjolnir is just like who is he? Uh, he's just a dude. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it sounds like a fun series. Uh, I've been trying to keep up with uh, Spider Man recently. Now that Dan Slott is off the book, um, uh, you know, Dan Slott and I have a love hate relationship right now with Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, there's, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of Spider-Man on the shelf. <laughs> probably, probably more Batman than Spider-Man, but there's definitely a lot on there. Yeah, yeah, it's true, you know. But, uh, with Spider-Man having such a big sandbox, so to speak, to play in, um, with Spider-Gwen being a standout now and Miles Morales having a new movie out, of course, you gotta have a million books for all of them, so... Peter Parker might get five, but you know, <laughs> gotta always stick with the OG, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um. Anything else did you read that you like really loved? No, I, 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 honestly, I've been I've been back and forth like reading a lot of like because I'm because <laughs> I'm also reading like a lot of manga right now too, trying to catch okay. up on like a lot of series because I, I have a subscription to Shonen Jump. So. Oh yep. Uh, the way Shonen Jump works now um, is that like they they put the last three to four chapters of whatever book out for free, and they have a subscription uh, where I used to I used to pay twenty four or twenty five dollars a year um, for like fifty two issues of Shonen Jump, um, and now they just have it where you can you can pay a dollar ninety nine a month and you get the back vault of a lot of manga that you just go back and read and it's all just kind of one thing um whereas though like shonen jump it was like it was in magazine format so if you wanted to read something you had to download the entire magazine 
um, which was like yeah. two to three hundred pages, and then go if you just like man, I just wanted to read the specific series, you had to go and download that magazine, and then download the next one, and then go to the chapter where the the manga that you wanted to read was um, to find it. But now they just have everything from one to wherever it is current that you could just read all in order without having to download. Um, wow, that's an convenient. It's, it's, yeah, it's super convenient. So like. I, I always come in like anybody that wants to catch up on any manga right now. Um, it's it got a good chunk of stuff. They're still adding stuff to it, but they got a good chunk in there. It's a dollar. It's two dollars, um, and you have access to almost a, a, a big chunk, like a good chunk of the Shonen Jump library. So, wow, that's like crazy. Said, I'm just trying to play catch up on everything right now, um, and then between that and read comics. So. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of how I feel on, like, a lot of my TV shows, because, I mean, my main thing is I really like to read comics, um, and, you know, I'm always finding new series that, um, you know, I'm just, like, falling in love with. Image has been really killing it the last couple years, Uh, but, yeah, I I definitely know how you feel, uh, especially with, like, TV shows. Having a backlog of those is, like, the worst, because, I mean, everything now is, like, 50 minutes to an hour. Um, Yeah. You know. Wish me luck going catching up on like three seasons of The Flash, man. I, I need it. <laughs> of what? The Flash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're on season th- two, three? Three, I think. I think I was in three last time I saw it. Um, I did not go through. Maybe I'm only missing two seasons then. Um, last time I watched it was. Right before they um they had elongated man on the show, so it's been been a pretty big chunk of time. I know I know Barry like quote unquote died for like the millionth time into the Speed Force, and then like immediately when the next season started, like he got right back at it. And I was like, oh come on guys, <laughs> couldn't leave his one episode without Grant Gustin. But uh, yeah, I need I need to get back to it, man. Um, I've been slacking on that and Legends of Tomorrow. Um, You're not the only one, dude. That those those shows were appointment TV for me every week, mm-hmm. and it's like once you get behind a certain you know appointment, and it just falls so hard, dude. Like, I, like Arrow was like the first show that I uh, that I started watching. Was caught up every week to the point where I was like, dang, there's no new episodes, there's nothing to watch. And now I'm like two seasons behind on on Arrow. And I am a season behind on Flash, two seasons behind on Legends, two seasons on Supergirl. I didn't have not watched Black Lightning, and I think that's it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, someone recommended Black Lightning to me, and I, I got to check that out. Um, yeah, I was really skeptical about it when they announced it, only because I was like, "Oh, Black Lightning! Like they don't even know what to do with him in comic books." You know, like he might be on the Justice League for a couple story arcs, then he'll just like disappear. Um, but uh, but I hear the show is just really good. I mean, sometimes, man, that's all it takes is just a really passionate, creative team to just know what they're doing. Um, I've been hearing good things about Legion too, and I and uh, I guess will be the last was, season. Yeah, I, I literally just read an article. I think it was actually this morning uh, about how they had already uh, already planned like three seasons he was like it was always going to be like a three-act structure and we're on our last season and we're just gonna leave it there and i think that's really good you know you you need to have an end goal in mind um you know where uh where like shows like i really hate to 
to crap all over this show because I know some people really love it. But um, like Walking Dead, I felt like that was one of those shows that had like no end in sight at all. Um, yeah, I mean, you knew you knew that things would be either resolved or set up for the next season, but I never really saw like, oh, well, this, you know, there, there's going to be an end game to this. You know, there's good, there's going to be a there's there's going to be a finish. You know, and and I know and I know the comic book just wrapped up, and I hear that it wrapped up beautifully. I, I kind of spoiled myself because I haven't been really uh, kept caught up with it. Um, but uh, you know, th- you know, I hear that it wrapped up really well uh, without having to like resolve too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You know, there wasn't a ending with a period. It was like an ending with you know dot 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 and it was kind of cool like you know seeing uh or or hearing about um you know this always being kind of carl's story you know telling his daughter about all of this stuff that you just read about which makes sense man it's 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 a nice clean it's a nice clean ending and like if that was if that was the plan from the get-go cool you know what i mean yeah but i feel like fans feel like they're they're owed something (laughs) you know i mean mean, of course yeah. So they 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 want and dictate things to go a certain way, and when it doesn't go that way, they have a fucking tantrum about it. So, I mean, of course. Um, I mean, but yeah, you, you, I think with any kind of story, uh, whether it be TV, comics, a novel, um, you, you need some kind of end goal in mind. Um, you know, worst offender for movies for me because I'm a big movie guy as well. Uh, is uh the the, the worst trilogy of the best movie man um the matrix <laughs> look, look at all the potential that the matrix had on that first movie and how by the did third it. movie you were burned did out <laughs> oh man did it like yeah. that world looks so promising dude like yeah i i think my brain just like blanked out the third matrix movie oh <laughs> uh, as did most of america <laughs> i don't i don't even remember how it ended like i don't even yeah. Like, did they um, win? <laughs> I don't even remember, man. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where it's like, sure, you might go and revisit The Matrix again, but will you revisit the whole trilogy? Probably not. <laughs> um, but uh, I, and I was impressed with The Animatrix. One of my buddies uh, gave me that to watch, and I hope that was really cool. Yeah, that was, that was during that period, too, like, right... Right after the second Matrix came out, and it used to, it yeah. just like it was like a ton of Matrix like media that was dropping at that point, like video games, um, like yeah. the the little side projects, the mood, like the animated stuff, like you said, it's it's really good. Like I said, it's the potential of what they could yeah. what they could do, and I also think that kind of works better as a as an animated series versus a movie as well. Um, if the, if they were to go back to do that style, um, kind of how like Netflix is. Um, um, was it uh, Love, Death, and Robots? Or yes, yeah. If they kind of do it like that, um, I, I would definitely because that's what the Animatrix basically is like. It's an anthology um, series yeah. of like different things. It's 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 good. So but that, but that's what made it cool. And like I felt like um, with like a lot of these worlds, like you trap yourself within one main character or one group, you know, and so. Um, yeah, I would really like to see another Matrix one day, just maybe with a different crew or something. 
because I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, all, all those guys uh, are pretty successful. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. So uh, you know, I'm not looking to uh, to retread anytime soon because uh, I mean that's a whole nother topic. Just the whole Hollywood. Uh, let's go back and find something and do another sequel to it. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. But but let's let's uh, let's dive back into uh, comics, man. Uh, have, so, have you read Thor? I ha- I haven't read Thor, but before you get into that, I actually just yeah. answer, I, ac- I was actually an- able to answer my own question because I haven't gotten to it yet. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> the the armor that Spider Man is wearing is like the Spider Armor Mark Four or Five. Um, yeah. And apparently, there was a a battle against Superior Spider Man and or Superior Doc Ock, and uh, he apparently set off an EMP bomb, which was that suit's weakness, and it shredded it. And apparently, he (laughs) apparently he's wearing his regular suit underneath of that. So apparently, that was the end of that. So (laughs) So, okay, so that it was it was killing me. I had to find out. But yeah, Thor. Yeah, man. Um, War of the Realms uh, just wrapped up. And, How many uh, issues was man, it? Uh, it was six. It was six issues. They broke it into like a three act structure, and they did like um, I think it was two issues a month. So it was only a three month event. Um, but man, that that uh, that ending was uh, was, was something. <laughs> um. It was funny. I was just on the phone with my buddy right before we did this, and you know, I told him I was going to talk about this on here. Um, yeah, War of the Realms is one of those um, one of those unfortunate crossovers that I keep telling people, like people like uh, like Marvel. I think is is honestly the biggest defender, uh, where somebody has like an end goal in mind, and for Jason Aaron's Thor, it was um, it's supposed to be War of the Realms. Uh, and then Marvel probably stepped in and was like, yeah, but can you throw, like, Wolverine in here and Punisher and Venom? <laughs> and, you know, it, it just – I, I I liked it for what it was. Uh, however, I wish this had remained a Thor event um, because most of the mystery within the series was where is Thor? Um and then once we got to that climax, I felt like things definitely picked up. Uh, it definitely changed the status quo for Thor. Because um, now, we're uh, if you've read any of Jason Aaron's stuff, you know that he's met his future self. And he is the All-Father. And so War of the Realms does exactly that on explaining how does he become the All-Father. And ends with Odin on his knees telling his son that he is relinquishing the throne to him. And I think that's really, really cool. Um, so but, uh, I, I've, I've, I haven't. I don't think I've got. I don't think I've grabbed because I don't know when the. I think I did get the last Water Realms, but I haven't started reading it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, it's definitely been on my to do list for the last week. Um, but I was, I was. Um, it's it's been looking good, man. Like I haven't I haven't been reading Thor previously. I, I've never had like a strong interest in Thor like ever. And I'd be lying if I said I did. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I've always like if he's if he's had like an event comic or something like that. I tried to do like Fear itself, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> this is like uh, Thor itself. Yeah, Fear itself was a really good concept on paper that didn't pan out. I, I don't blame you on that one. They were just doing too much. <laughs> it was yeah, just, 
was just I got burnt, so I was just like, all right, I get it. But um, and that's that's kind of how I felt about this event, to be honest. <laughs> just doing a little um, too much. Yeah. So like, be, so because they threw so many characters in there, um, the book the, like if you just read through War of the Realms, you're gonna get the gist of like what's happening, mm-hmm. but the the meat of the story is peppered through a million miniseries and that's i think what what bugged me the most is that like this was that time that you needed to be reading you know all four or whatever it was for those miniseries like there was one just focusing on a group on earth one just focusing on a group in jotunheim another group focusing in on you know the search for thor where did he go um and so the the main title um kind of kind of catches you up briefly on all that stuff that you missed maybe um but I, but I would have really rather uh, just focused on Thor. Uh this was this was told to us in the beginning of Thor God of Thunder that like this was going to be like a story arc within Thor that has now ballooned into an event. Um, so I felt like there was a lot happening that maybe didn't need to be there. Um, I have, I have a buddy that was like really in love with the tie-ins for Punisher. Um, and apparently he's actually getting a spinoff of War of the Realms called Punisher Kill Crew. Kind of like, uh, Skrull Kill Crew from back in the day from Secret, Inva- uh, Secret Invasion. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It just felt like it was like kind of all over the place until that final act where like, you know, Malkalith finally has his plan in motion. Thor's got to go and deal with it. Now I felt like we were going somewhere. All right. Now, um, now, you, now you got me a little bit more inclined to try to read this today. I'll catch us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you definitely should. I'm not, I'm by all means, I'm not saying it's a bad book. I'm just I mean, saying I bought that. It. I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's a bad book at all. It's just, I think with me, who's been reading God of Thunder since like, what was that almost 10 years ago now? And, you know, then the female Thor, and then we have the new Thor, um, the new Thor book that's actually still ongoing. There's one more issue left. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's been a lot to build to this, and I wish that they had not made it so much of an event, um, I guess is how I'm – like, I would really have, have loved it to stay within, like, just the Thor uh, family, so to speak. Um, maybe see Thor's journey a little bit more in War Realms than what we got because we Thor didn't really show up uh, until like that third act. So, um, now, in terms of, of Mel- man, about to destroy that hammer's name, Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Um, <laughs> <Mjolnir. laughs> the, the J is always a Y. Um, <laughs> what? Cause I know that. Um, his his ex had it for a while. Yes, Jane um, Foster. Jane Jane had it for a while. So yes. what's what's the deal now? Um, so uh, so in her, in her last story arc as Thor, they they did a really good way of explaining that because um, you know it, it of course like I just said you have to put your toys back in the toy box. So of course Thor has to get it back at some point. So, um, in her last story arc, um, Mangog, which is, like, a really old Thor villain, 
uh, came to Asgard and literally just, like, decimated it. And Jane basically had to sacrifice something in order to take down this, like, basically unstoppable creature. Because it's not, like, it's not a thing, you know? It's not an animal, Mangog. Mangog is, like, the souls of the dead, <laughs> you know? How do you combat that when there's thousands of people that have died under the hands of Asgard? Um, especially with Odin being a conqueror the way he was. So, uh, by the end of that story arc, she had thrown Mjolnir into the sun and it got destroyed, taking down Mag- uh, Mangog. What? And we know, yeah, and so, uh, yeah, the hammer cracked, it got destroyed, and uh, there was just a small sliver left, and she brought that back to Thor and, like, apologized. Um, but, you know, she had she had saved everyone, and so for that, I mean, that was kind of her end as her tenure as Thor. Um, so, you know. She Thor still retained her powers? No, because that was all stemming from the hammer. And so that was also a big point of contention, though, is that the more she was using her hammer, it was saving her from, um, or, she, or so she, she thought, it was, yeah, it was saving her, she thought that it was saving her from her cancer. And basically, Doctor Strange had come in because she had started to get sicker and sicker and basically explained to her, like, listen, the more you go in and out of this Thor state, it's accelerating your cancer. So you, you need to choose whether you want to be Jane and we can try to beat this thing or you want to be Thor and leave Jane behind. And so she ends up making that sacrifice at the end. And so, you know, um, she, she's now just Jane Foster again. And uh, Thor still doesn't have Mjolnir, so in, in this current book of Thor, uh, it, it's actually kind of uh, hilarious. Um, he's got dwarves making him, like, thousands of hammers. Because, I mean, boy, Thor hits, and he hits hard, but hammers can't um, seem to... Uh, like, I mean, they're just hammers. <laughs> uh, they, they, they can't seem to catch up with Thor's strength, so he usually uses it as, like, a one-and-done-go one and thing. So they're like bifrosting down like hundreds of hammers and Thor's just like smashing them on like uh, Juggernaut's face in that that first story arc, <laughs> and it, it was pretty hilarious to see him try to make up for this thing that he had lost because he hasn't been worthy in like four years Since or something origi- at this original point. Sin, yeah, that was like what twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen, yeah, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, it's made for some pretty compelling stories because Thor has his his journey. You know, his hero's journey is pretty much being, um, you know, becoming okay with who he is and not letting that hammer define him. Because he he pretty much used that hammer as this is my strength. This is, you know, what makes Thor Thor, and he's kind of realized that he needs to kind of be his own man without his weapon. Um. Because, of course, with the Norse, they all have their own thing, you know? Uh, don't, don't even get me started on try, trying to pronounce Odin's spear. But, like, yeah, I mean, that's just their thing, is that they have their signature weapon. And he's just defined as, you know, Thor the Thunder God, and everyone knows him with Mjolnir. Um, so it's been kind of cool to see him kind of become his own man. Um, and now... Uh, I don't want to spoil War of the Realms for you, but um, something happens to basically make that status quo go back to normal, where he does have Mjolnir again. 
uh, and he has now stepped into the all father role. And so, um, Jason Aaron is now going to do a four issue story, um, called King Thor. And that's going to be like his last send off of writing Thor after like 10 years, um, about like, it's going to be him and the, the distant or not distant, the, the immediate future. So it's not going to be in, in today's present, but it's going to not be in the far future. And so that's going to be his like last hurrah on Thor. And I'm going to be really sad. But uh, yeah, it's been been really good. Yeah, it sounds like it's been a, a really good run. Yeah, man. I mean, there's just a lot of like themes of like belonging and, you know, trying to find yourself within that book. Because, um, you know, he, he's been uh, he, he's been kind of been through some shit, <laughs> you know, uh, especially after original uh, original sin. I mean, he really lost who he was. And that's why you didn't see him in the Avengers for like a few few years is because he was kind of just doing his own thing whether that be moping or trying to do his own adventure um because he, he really wasn't the focal point on comics for a while i mean he'd show up in um in jane foster's book but he he was not the not the focus shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah if you if you haven't read all those series i think it's three series it's thor god of thunder thor and then the third series is again just called thor but it's back <laughs> back to thor odinson yeah i i tell you like it's like i always set these impossible goals for myself when i'm reading comics right so like my i was like man i really want to read like original spider-man to like the first 300 issues and yeah. I did like the first one twenty, and then I was like, "All right, I want to, I want to be and that, and I want to go back to modern." So like, I'm just like so behind on everything, dude. Like as as you know, yeah. as a comic collector yourself, you probably just got like bags of unboxed, unboarded comp- <laughs> comics that yes. you have to sit into the side. <laughs> just uh, like see see with single issues for me, uh, that's not really the case. But uh, it's it's my um, my library of trades that gets really bad. I have like a really bad habit of buying an entire series without even reading an issue yet. <laughs> and so um, yeah, I have I have a lot of backlog on trades, man. It, it's it's kind of nuts. It's crazy. I usually I typically don't really buy trades. Uh, okay. Dep- but it depends on what it is. If it's something like, um, if it's, I usually don't buy trades unless it's uh, for a comic that I already own, unless it's something that's like re- is a really good story that I don't want to have to open back up. <laughs> I don't right. Wanna t- I don't want to touch the pages. Um, one of those being like Saga, um, and like oh, a lot absolutely. of like the other image stuff that I typically just buy through trades. Because uh, I don't, I don't buy the single, the single issues. I was trying to get all of the compendiums for walking dead but i just gave up so <laughs> those, those, those things are hefty boys i <laughs> know uh, yeah and i've got about like oh four, f- four or five i'm like should i just keep going like there's so many yeah um, but i'm pretty sure they're gonna come out with a um expensive co- complete walking dead uh set at this point dude uh speaking of compendiums did you see sagas coming out with one no i didn't i'm about to look it up yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, Saga is gonna. Um, I think the Saga one is like one through like fifty-two. 
don't know. It it sounds like it's a lot. <laughs> That's, and I'm looking at the price. It's, it's a really good price. Only like what forty bucks. Yeah, well, which sucks because I've been buying Saga in hardcovers at fifty dollars a pop. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Mind you, that's how I like to collect. I like to have hardcovers. So if somebody says, oh, I haven't read that, I can just be like, here. And you know that it won't get, like, destroyed, messed up. Yeah. Someone's kid, you know, spilled juice on it, whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I'm a little bit behind on Saga, man. But uh, it, that's been a wild ride, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. What was I about to say? Um Something I was just about to mention. Um, have you been reading anything on the DC side? I know you because I know you've been like you've been reading like the Shazam when that came out. You were real, you were real yes. heavy on that for a second. Oh, that was <laughs> really good. So yes, um, I, I feel like I'm cheating here a little bit. So I, I, I am not the biggest DC fan. Um, everything that I exposed myself to at a young age for DC was always Green Lantern. Uh, and so with Jeff John's run, that was very much a self-isolated thing. Um, so recently, I feel like I said, uh, I feel like I'm cheating a little bit. Uh, Brian Bendis just switched over to DC. And so he's been coming out with a lot of really good material. One, which I can't even believe I'm saying. I'm he's reading. been doing Superman, right? That's where I was getting to. Yeah. <laughs> Superman. I am not the biggest Superman fan. I have like one superman trade over there on my shelf um but man he has been killing superman i love it um and he's writing that like one huge story called the unity saga and superman and the superman book itself isn't really uh just geared on superman um they have a a whole like story arc that's just dedicated to his son um but yeah, they really made that book like a family affair. I think it's really cool to see like his son grow up, um, which was actually a story arc. Um, yeah, his his son comes back to Superman after traveling with his father, uh, Jor-El, and he just you know they've only been gone for a year, and he aged up like uh, I think it was like five years, and Lois kind of like freaked out and it was just like how did this happen and then that was a whole story arc within itself and we see like the crime syndicate back in that book and all the the the, the crappy things that Jor-El is doing uh, I'm still so convinced that he's more of a villain than a hero at this point Jor-El is always out for his own self-gain even if it means uh screwing over his own son Superman <laughs> um and that's where we're at right now is apparently like this new villain Rogolzar, I think is how you say his name. Uh he's apparently the the one of the people responsible for the death of Krypton. And apparently it's Jorel's fault. <laughs> but uh yeah, that that book has been really good. I've been reading Shazam uh and I've been reading uh The Batman Who Laughs, which has been really crazy. That is like a whole nother acid trip. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really like um, Scott Snyder's um, Batman stuff when he did it for New 52. And then he jumped from that to doing Dark Knight Metal. And then this is the, I, I guess you consider it the epilogue to that. But uh, yeah, that, that's that been really, 
crazy. And there's one more issue left of that that I think comes out this month. Um, uh, Dark Knight Metal? No, of uh, of uh, the Batman Who Laughs. I was about to say, I, about to say I know that's yeah. done. I mean, kind of, because it kind of bleeds into Batman Who Laughs. Because, um, you know, he's still out there. Batman has to basically sell his soul in order to take him down. Um, but it's been really good, man. Um, another book that I'm reading that has been spectacular, but I feel like punching someone at DC in the face is uh, Doomsday Clock. Doomsday Clock has been so good, and it's also been the most inconsistent book on the shelf. Um, for anyone out there that's reading, you know, Doomsday Clock, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, one issue comes out, uh, then the next issue doesn't come out until another three months later. And then the next book comes out six months later. And it's just all over the place. It's like every time they have a scheduled release date on whatever the next issue is going to be, it gets pushed back, like indefinitely. Uh, the series at this point won't be done until 2020, and it started in twenty, the beginning of 2018. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, it's been real bad, man. I, I mean, it, if the book wasn't really, really good... I don't think people would be tolerating these delays, but every time an issue comes out, it always sells out. Um, but yeah, it, it's it, it's a headache. It's like I I wonder whether it's the writer, I wonder if it's the artist, or I wonder if I I just don't know. I just don't understand how an event book like this went from being monthly to bi monthly to then like oh we'll put an issue out like every three months. And so, uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And we were about to get an issue this month, and then they just reported that it's not coming out until September now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's it's been a ride. Um, I feel like it's going to read much, much better in trade. And they're splitting the trade volumes up, which is, I guess, a good thing. Instead of making it, like, one big $100 hardcover they're going to do six issues in, in one hardcover and six issues in another. So hopefully we won't be waiting too much longer for that so that I can start like handing them out to people like, you need to read this, you need to read this. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that that series has been really good. And then I checked out uh, Superman Year One. Have you read that? No. I, I've seen that that was the uh, the big... The big uh, yeah. I can't think of the writer. Uh, Frank Miller. Frank Miller, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where um, everybody's ribs are always showing in Frank Miller books. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's he's a product of like that, that 80s, 90s era. I mean, had, haven't you seen him in Dark Knight Returns? Like, he, his Batman is like hulking. <laughs> yeah. I've also met him in real life, and this guy's mad creepy. So, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, I've met him too, but I, I think he's cool. I mean, he's one of my favorite writers out there. That was one of my first books I ever read from DC was Dark Knight Returns. Uh, so I pretty much own it in every format that they've ever come out with, whether it be hardcover, softcover, um, slipcase, uh, you name it, I got it. Um, but yeah, Superman, uh, Superman Year One was like the first. The first one was just like all right. Uh, I hope the second one gets a lot better, but the first one just focuses in on, like, Clark Kent in high school. And, like, it's definitely a, a more modern 
interpretation of Superman because, like, he struggles all day to day. He's part of, like, basically the losers of his school. And, I mean, of course, they're getting beaten the crap out of. And so, you know, he knows he has these powers. And, you see, he's talking to Mom, Pa Kent. His, 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 you, know, <laughs> you know, of course, Pa Kent's like, kick their asses, you can do it. And, you know, <laughs> his, you know his mom's just like, well, we got to be careful because, you know, no one knows that you're an alien. Um, so he tries to find some kind of, like, happy balance in that and, like, falls in love with, like, Lana Lang in high school. And, um, I mean, like I said, it was all right. It didn't even feel like a Superman book at first. Uh, maybe it'll read better once you have all three in your hand. What'd you say? What'd you say? Wait for a trade or just get it a day? Um, I think it's too early to tell. It's only going to be three issues. But, I, I mean, if you were to ask me right at this very moment, I'd say trade wait. Okay. You know, uh, at, uh, I think they're like, what? They're like eight bucks a piece. And it comes out every other month. So, I mean, there's not even an issue coming out this month, but there will be in August. So probably by August, when I read issue two, I could probably give you a better a better estimate on that. But, yeah, I mean, first issue was just like, okay. You just, like, shrugged when you finished it. And you're just like, eh. <laughs> I mean, you know, when I have Brian Bendis writing Superman right now, and he's, like, just killing that book, I'm just like, come on, Frank Miller, you can do better. It's funny, because <laughs> I've been buying Superman. I haven't, I haven't read not one issue since since he got it. But <laughs> that's, that's mainly my fault in the way I, I schedule everything. But Yeah. But uh, oh, and I ju- I'm just now starting on um, uh, Tom King's Batman, which I know is like up to like issue seventy something at this point. Yeah, it's but, like uh, seventy seven or seventy eight or something like that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I read that first uh, the first hardcover because I'm reading them to hardcover format. So I think it's like three trades in one of them, or maybe two. Um, but yeah, I read the first one. That was kind of cool. Um, the only thing that I'm like not a big fan of is um, that this Batman versus Bane thing that's going back and forth. I mean, I just know from solicits like Batman fight, fought Bane at least three times in just this run alone, <laughs> and um, I'm I don't know. Bane's just never been one of my favorite characters, um, but that first story arc was pretty cool when when like Batman has to break into Bane's um, prison. Uh, Santa Prisca. Bane knows and who he is, right? I think so, yeah. I don't know, but uh, let me tell you, I've, n- I've never been more happy watching Bane beat the shit out of Batman completely naked. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, that, that was kind of a weird creative choice. But yeah, he's just totally naked, just in the darkness most of the series. But the, they're they're playing him as more of a uh, more of a tactical Bane than a than a brute force Bane. What? So I think that's Bane's cool. always been like a tactical. Yeah, which you know, people that just see movies probably doesn't know because they're probably just looking at him as this brute. They haven't really done Bane any kind of justice. But uh, yeah, man. So that that's that's me for comic books. Yeah, yeah, that was comics. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I know I know a while, man. Me and you talked about. Um, kind of like the I know you were saying like the, the DC came out with like the DC Universe app not too long ago um, mm-hmm. which man, felt like forever ago now um, and I'm not even sure what's going on with that it feels like it's it's up at smoke in this point um, but 
I mean, as far as I know, it's still going, but um, I know they were talking about because they're coming out, talking about coming out with, like the Warner Media streaming service, and of course, you know, yeah. Warner Brothers owns this, so I don't know if they're going to separate the two. And it seemed like they they would kind of go and go with that since the the whole thing with Swamp Thing went down, um, which still blows my mind. And I, and I get, yeah, I, get I, I I get it from a financial standpoint, but. The fact but that I heard that, such good things about it. <laughs> that's I feel like that was also something that should have been announced at the tail end of it, man. That's, that should not have been said like during episode one of the show. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I mean, so that just hurts. The, you know, I don't even know if they go by ratings or views or what, but I'm sure some people, not everyone, but no, I'm sure I think the, the stream went, is. Like, the stream is still gonna uh, keep going because people are gonna want to keep watching it. And so far, from what I've yeah. seen, it's been pretty good. Yeah, that's that's unfortunately one of those uh, series under the cancellation bucket. But uh, it, I mean, from what I saw in trailers, man, that looked quality. It looked really good. It does. It is good. That's that's yeah. the thing that it's hurting my feelings. It's, yeah. It is good. So uh, I mean, I, I have also heard really good things about Doom Patrol as well. Oh my um, god, dude! Doom Patrol is freaking amazing. Which is good because that's such a weird comic book and so to see somebody be able to translate that in like a good way i think really speaks volumes like dc knows how they wanted to present it and they did a really really good job with it so i mean i've, I've been hearing people that knew, didn't even know what doom patrol was that have have gotten the app be like man have you checked out this doom patrol thing <laughs> But, uh, yeah, man, I, I don't know what's going to get along with that streaming service, like you said. Like I said, I mean, for because for, I, I bought a year for, like, 70 bucks. Um, right. And so I got it I got it until, like, next February or something like that, or February coming up. Um, but when I first got it, it was just like, okay, here's the his movies, here's some TV. Now they have become, like, Marvel Unlimited, dude. Like, so, like, all, all almost... I'm not going to say the entire library, but a good chunk of the DC library, dude. I can go back and read comics. Um, of Like you were saying, like, uh, I, I think I was showing you one day, like anything that I want to read right now, that's, that's uh, I think it's like three months out or so. I think it's the same thing as, as Marvel. It might be like three to three to four months out um, before okay. they put a new book out. But between that, watching movies and comics, I think it's a really good service uh, for the money. Um, especially, especially just for the comics. Like, if they would just give me the comics, I, I think they right. should. Like, I mean, come on, seven dollars a month to, to read as much DC as I can. Um, yeah. And it's caught up. I mean, like Marvel Unlimited is ten ten bucks a month. Uh, I mean, we all know like there are sites where you can go to, you know, get whatever. Oh, sure. But, <laughs> um, but like, like, but the whole thing was like the just the old shows from. Um, you know, static shock being on there. For some reason, they added Krypton, which I'm not going to watch. Uh, Doom you're, you're not going to watch? You're I'm not, not watching watch Krypton, dude. Um, I watched Titans. That was good. I, wa- I finally watched that Constantine um, that uh, came yeah. out a while back. And that's actually really good. And, I, and, and that's I, why fans scream for him to come <laughs> back. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I was happy to see him come back and not only Arrow, but like a major player in Legends of Tomorrow, too. And then the, for right. them to use him very well, like really well. Um, and he came and he did a, a Constantine animated movie, too, that they did a while back, which is super dark. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Um, yeah. the What is it called? 
forget what it was called. City of Angels or City yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I missed out on that one and Justice League Dark that I didn't even realize came out. <laughs> Justice League Dark was also good. That was him too, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's in there. Yeah, like they try to like downplay Batman's appearance because seems like Batman has to be at least part of something. But... Right, like I, <laughs> I I was very confused when they announced it and there. I was like, Batman, that doesn't make any sense. But I mean, hey, I guess you need one character to sell you know, sell the line considering that a lot of people probably don't know a lot of those characters except for Constantine. Yeah. Um, so a while back, a while back DC um, had a, had um remastered the entire Batman animated series and yeah. did and did a freaking phenomenal job, dude. Like I don't know if you noticed the differences at all. Um like if you're one of the ones that own like the DVD box sets. Um I I wish, man. Uh I I've I've actually been planning on it. Walmart actually re-released them all. Which one? I don't know if whether that's the the remastered ones. All I mean, the animated series, no the animated point, yeah. series and uh, the new adventures. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, they, they both come on the same But, thing, I mean, so. for 60 bucks, man. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, uh, you know, you're one of those advocates for uh, you know, the, the DC streaming service where I was a little skeptical at first. I was, too. Believe, you know? me, believe me, I was, too. And, and believe me, like, I... I didn't. I didn't even want to get it at first. My girlfriend was like, "You seem to be really enjoying this. Let me let me grab a year for you." So she bought me a year, and next thing I know, I'm just like, "Wow, it's a lot of content on here that I haven't watched or like I haven't read. It's a lot of stuff that I haven't read because you know, I'm, I can't buy every comic on the shelf. Um, right. I mean, I could, but I mean, it wouldn't be financially sound. But like, <laughs> yeah, one of the sad things about comics these days all going to three ninety nine. Whoo. <laughs> Yeah, um, which is why a lot of people just buy trade. You know what I mean? Because I mean, like by the time you, at least at right. least with trade, like you could just like, hey, I got this. Um, like you said, well, hardcover. You're you're putting out an extra ten to twenty bucks for that material, um, right? To get it in hardcover. But um, I, like I said, I think they did a phenomenal job, man, on the remaster of that. Because uh, if you watch those originals, it's so like really hard to see sometimes. Um, and like a lot of stuff has been like really like they don't they don't like brighten it up to the point where like it takes away sure. from the but it, it's it's just enough to where everything's a little like way more clear it doesn't look grainy like <laughs> right yeah so it, it looks good dude like I highly recommend that to anybody who who's um, who's looking to collect something um, yeah I mean uh, that's it's really cool they put the remasters on there as well I mean but I mentioned yeah, they, that because they were talking about bringing out Batman Beyond in the same format. Oh, that would be dope. It's talking about right, remastering Blue Batman Beyond um, yeah. on Blu-ray as well, because I've that's another one of those series where like I've bought in various different media. <laughs> yes, same, same here, same here. Uh, you know that was that was my Batman. You know, everyone goes, "Oh yeah, Batman the animated series." It's like for me, I know it's about to get real dark real quick. For me, like my my nine eleven memory was watching Batman Beyond. <laughs> like that's what I did. I, I came home from school, and uh, I had to I had to go stay with a friend for that day, and that's what we did. Is we watched the I think I think the episode was like the the Mister Freeze episode. Oh, the where one. he ends up like like he ends up like sacrificing his life. Yeah, like that was my nine eleven. <laughs> that's when he was just a head, right? Like he was just a. 
he was, and then they got him. Uh, I think they got him like a robotic body or something. And uh, I remember Ink was part of that episode as well. Man, that was a really good, cool character as a reoccurring character. I mean, all of those characters were just really cool as their redesigns. Um, you know, I'm glad that they didn't go the easy route with Batman Beyond to begin with. Like they 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 did the Joker's, which was like the same but not different to Joker. You know, they were just a gang. Um, but I'm glad they didn't go, oh, and here's a Batman Beyond, you know, Mad Hatter and Riddler and, you know, Killer Croc is still around. I'm glad that they went and got him his own rogues gallery and kind of made it his own. Uh, it's yeah, really sad that series ended earlier than it should have. Yeah, they ever explain why they cut that so early? Uh, I wanna. I wanna say it had something to do with the Justice League series at the time. Yeah, Justice League was like maybe like a year or so after that. Yeah, I want to say they probably rooted a lot of that creative team to to Justice League. Which is funny because they they um they played a big part of like using like Batman Beyond material in like Justice League Unlimited. Yeah, one of the I think one of the last episodes just called Epilogue is about Batman Beyond. <laughs> And I mean, like, I, I love and hate that episode at the same time because they tried to allude that, like, Terry wasn't around about way a clone of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> yeah, he used, like, DNA material. Yeah. Of, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and, like, I, I wasn't really, like, in love with that idea because I've always thought of Terry as, like, being his own man. And, like, even though, like, Bruce Wayne would love to sit there and bark orders at Terry and be, like, basically the soldier for Batman, yeah. that he was just like, nah, I'm going to do it my way, old man. You know, I, I loved that. He's like, I'm um, going to go start a family. I'm about to go marry my girl. <laughs> like, Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, and, and a lot of that stuff has been uh, continued on in uh, DC Comics. I know, like, the, the most recent iteration is supposed to be, like, a direct follow-up from the TV show. Uh, I think it's Batman Beyond 2.0 is the name of the book. Yeah. Uh, and I know that's supposed to be like a direct um, sequel to that. Um, I'm trying to think which one. Because um, Tim Drake was Batman Beyond in that series for a while. Am I, is, is that what I'm thinking about? Um, yes, that was like that was the Batman Beyond series before this one that like tied okay. into Future's End that weekly series. Yeah. That's, uh, and so, yeah, in that <laughs> series, like Terry, like dies almost as soon as you meet him. And then like Tim Drake takes over the, the suit. Yeah. Ugh, futures. End. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, you're telling me I, I bought every <laughs> single one of those issues with my hard earned money every week for a year. <laughs> it's the, although what's burst like that, a convergence like I. Well, it, see, I learned my lesson. I can at least say I had a lesson out of it. Is that when they did, they did that as a weekly series for a whole year, and then they did a series called Batman, uh, Batman Eternal. And I immediately, immediately was like, nope, not reading that. <laughs> um, because even that series, when I did read it much later in life, um, <laughs> that series was like just like so okay, it wasn't even funny. It's real lackluster. Which sucked because like it was supposed to be a like a, a I guess a sister series to the new Fifty Two Batman series that was happening that was phenomenal. But that's what happens is that like with a weekly series, naturally you're going to have a lot of different creative hands 
whether it be writers or artists, and it's all not going to feel cohesive. You know, and, and, and also, who likes to spend $3 every week for a year on an okay product? <laughs> um, so yeah, glad D- DC stopped making those kind of decisions. Oh, um, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. But man, they're, speaking of DC, man, uh, their animated stuff has been just like killer lately. And I know that's something you wanted to touch upon today. Um, yeah. Um, I just, but, uh, what was the last, the last thing they just did was Turtles. Batman oh, Turtles. Man, that was, that was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. That, that was it, really good. And that's one of those things where I'm like, not only was that really good. But they also have two more comic series that they could take from if they want to. So I would love to see more in that world. Like I was, I was kind of at that point where I was kind of fatigued out on seeing Batman animated movies, right? Um, but that felt like that was that was definitely a refresher, like using the Ninja Turtles and then using them right because that was also a collaboration with like Nickelodeon's uh, the, right. the voice actors for the show too. Um, and it kind of almost looked like they were using kind of like the. Uh, Batman animated, the, not, I'm not gonna say the animated series, but like the the Batgirl, they they all kind of look like Nickelodeon style a little bit, like yes, <laughs> uh, which I think worked and didn't at the same time. Like I think the worst design was probably Batgirl, uh, especially. Have you seen the toys that they just announced? I did. I seen like they had like sets. Yeah, boy, she looks like a string bean. Like <laughs> I know it's the style, but like whoever drew her like her legs and her hands. Whew, um, yeah, she she just doesn't look right. <laughs> I think because Robin's smaller, it works. Uh, but yeah, she looks like lanky. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed, but, yeah. Be, that's supposed to be Damien, right, in that movie? Yes. Which makes sense, because if you read the comic book, it was Damien in there. Yeah, it was Damien, because it was supposed to be like a spinoff, uh, at least in the, in, in the comics, it was a spinoff of the new 52 Batman and the IDW turtles, which are, which were much serious, like much more serious than the ones that we got in the cartoon. Uh, so I feel like the cartoon was different in that aspect of like there was a lot more jokiness to it, dude. Where they, it was very self serious. The, they charging the two hundred and fifty dollars for that toy set. <laughs> like yes. the, the whole thing. Yeah, because they're they're fifty dollars a piece for a two pack. And, um, yeah, I just, um, I, I have a buddy, uh, Willie that wants to get all of them and, uh, yeah, that's quite the investment. But, um, I mean, as long as they're a good quality, I mean, they're more collector's items than like toys to buy your children. Yeah. As... Um, you know, as with most of the stuff that comes through GameStop, cause those are GameStop exclusives. Yes. Um, so, I mean, at least in that aspect, you know you're probably going to get some kind of quality where it's not going to be like, you know, the junk toys that we get. Like the, uh, like the what was the name of that line that DC did? The Multiverse? They, they were almost like Marvel Legends, but they were... They like, were like a yellowish-orange box? Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, th- those toys were, like, cheap. Like, real cheap. Um... Yeah, the only ones that I own naturally are the the Batman Return, the the Dark Knight Returns ones. That were <laughs> really hard to track down. Let me tell you. Um, 
I wanted to like speaking speaking of the toys real quick. Like I wanted to, I, I kind of missed the line like the the Batman animated series toys that were coming out, and I felt like if you yeah. wasn't buying them during that window, you just not getting them now because now they're super expensive. Um, yeah, they were. They're <laughs> definitely they're definitely collectors' items more so than the original toys when they came out. I should have got the Batmobile when they came out. I should have got the Batwing when they came out. I just I just missed an entire boot. <laughs> Dude, I I one of my biggest regrets in life is um <laughs> is uh when i was younger uh my my neighbor and i when we got when we got too old for toys what we did is we strapped them all to like firecrackers and stuff and like blew them all up uh you know just being being dumb teenagers uh and i destroyed all of my batman the animated series stuff i mean i had like the batmobile that turned into like the bat um the the bat submarine thing and uh I had like the Bat Cave and all, all that stuff. I had the Quick Change Batman, and man, I wish I just had those now, just to like give them to kids, uh, whether it be mine or just the the students that I work with. Um, but uh, yeah, man, it kind of kind of lame. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I had a lot of stuff that I wish I still had now. Um, yeah, so I so I wanted some of that stuff back, but you know that they were pretty expensive and like you said once you once they came out they were gone um but yeah um the next the next project i think they have coming out is the uh is the the batman hush which comes out next month um oh yeah i forgot those, all about that yeah it's one of those that i've read once and maybe once or twice um it's cool um, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that you said that out loud because I feel like that's kind of like Batman blasphemy. Uh, yeah. Is like you know everyone wants to claim like Hush is like one of the greatest stories of, you know told of all time. Oh, like and, the uh, joke? No, no, just Batman Hush. No, I'm saying like as compared yeah. to like the the killing oh, joke, yeah. like people. Yeah, like, oh my like god, the... you never read this? Like yeah. it's not that good. Yeah. Dude. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Killing Joke for what it is, but no, I I just outright just didn't really love Hush. I love the artwork. Um, I mean, I, I think who can I mean, go wrong Jim with Lee. Jim Lee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, when the movie comes out, I'm not gonna rush out to go see it. I'm gonna wait to hear you know people like you who have easy access to go see it on the streaming service first. Well, that's yeah, that's another thing about that streaming service too, right? So. I yeah. think there's a time window of when they release those. Um, so, so like those animated movies, I typically just pre-order on Amazon, and when they come, they come. Um, okay. <laughs> so that way, I don't get behind because like they started re-releasing those movies at like a big box set of like what two hundred dollars, like two fifty. Oh like that. yeah. Um, like yeah, all no, Blu-ray. That was crazy. And, yeah, and I and I already own like all of those movies on Blu-ray, um, yeah. and DVD. <laughs> like, so like. I don't know. Like I said, when it comes, out, I think it's gonna be cool. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm 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 interested to in seeing like future projects from like DC stuff, right? Like some something like DG um, Justice League Action, which I really like, because um, it's, it's it's like a short, like you know, ten to twelve minute episodes a piece. Um, yeah, which is crazy that they did it in that format. <laughs> yeah. Um, that you know, kind of like it's a different story every time. It's uh, I like the different the art style. I like that they got the original cast to come back. Um, from Justice League, um, to do the voice the voice actors, um, I, I'm interested to see more of that. Um, I don't think they've really been working on any new, like series wise, anything new. 
But yeah, I was saying like if we, um, I was hoping they would come out with like a new like I, I don't think they've announced like a newer series that they've been working on. Um, I, I do know that it's releasing the other half of um, Young Justice season three. Um, which is also yeah. exclusive to the streaming service or free for those people that have Netflix in other countries. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, matter of fact, I might watch that tonight because I think the first two episodes, are for, I watched the first half, um, which is all about meta-human, meta-human, meta-human trafficking. Oh, okay. Um, for that third one. Um, they don't address Wally. <laughs> like at all? <laughs> They say it off and on. They 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 meant they they mention it like yeah you know that thing that happened to Wally Wally's did. And this is also like maybe um a year maybe two after the last season because remember like the first season to the second season there's a time skip. I know, which I always thought was like the weirdest thing. Yeah, I was surprised they did that. Um, <laughs> like like. I wonder what the thought process going into that was, because, like, you know, you don't want to age him up too much. Still is, like, supposed to be, like, teenager, young adult. Yeah, they're definitely, like, in their 20s at that point. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and, of course, they have, like, a new group of younger heroes that they're working under. Um, and they're pretty sh- <laughs> And, of course, you've seen that, that meme from Black Lightning where he's on top of a... Uh, um, was it Voltage? What's her name? Uh, Livewire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the actual thing of the show. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's like you ain't never had black lightning before, <laughs> uh, but not like out of context the way they used it. Um, of course. Um, um, but you still say it's still like as uh as good as oh, good of a it's uh, really quality, good, dude. Yeah, it's really good. Okay. Uh, animation's on point. Like I said, it's it's really good. Um, I mean, if anything, just to have the service for that alone is, is good. Um. I mean, I, I'm glad that it even came back because I remember it was like for the dumbest reason they canceled it. It was like, oh, we're not selling, we're selling too many toys to girls. It's like, come on, guys, grow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird. Like it, mm-hmm. it was it was because I was like, obviously, I was like, I was like early twenties. Yeah, I, I must have been like twenty one or twenty two when that first started coming on. I was watching like Cartoon Network heavy. It was like really good, decent lineup at that time, and. It came on like Friday nights at like eight o'clock or something like that. Yeah, it was something weird. Like, um, but then it was just like it was just no new episodes for the longest time with like no new explanation. And when there was a new episode, you never knew when it was coming on. <laughs> so right. like, it was weird. But I'm glad like they. It was weird because it was like between that and it was a a bat. It was like a CGI Batman show that was on at the time. Um, oh yep, I remember that. No, not the Batman, but uh, right. I, I know which one you're talking about, though. Which isn't on the streaming service, by the way, which is weird. The Batman uh, is it, or that? No, the Batman that is because I actually okay. like that show. The five saw five scenes of that. Um, yeah, but the the other one that came out after that that was introduced through Batman: The Brave and the Bold. Yes, which I really like that show. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like, like the Gun Justice is really good. Like I said, I highly recommend it to anybody who's watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, just what's what's next past that? Because they haven't really been working on any other new animated projects outside that of we the, know of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, outside of the the three in three out movie thing they've been doing for the last couple years. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I wonder where the Justice League will go next. Justice League action. 
No, the the Justice League like animated stuff that they've been doing um, with like uh, the Dark Side one, Throne of Atlantis. Oh yeah, they yeah. kind of really haven't followed with that. I mean, I, I guess they have because they did the I mean, death, with, the death uh, and Return of Superman. Thing. Yeah, I mean we know they're there, but no, they haven't really done any major story. I would really like to see them stick out the ending of the new Fifty Two stuff that they have been doing anyway. And have them do the the Dark Side War. That would be really cool. Split it into two movies. The Dark Side War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be it'd be a good way to end it, man. Because they've they've been doing this this new run for for, for a long time now. Yeah, and I'm so. not really in love with that animation and like some of the costume choices. Like Wonder Woman, I feel like has gotten a little bit better, but like her costume for that movie was just like the, like the 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 kind the, of like the, the red. Yeah, she well, she started out with that like red red shirt, black pants, and then she's kind of morphed back into like a Wonder Woman outfit. I can't really remember which which one they were using. It's been minutes since I've seen those movies. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. She had okay, so it was like a new Fifty Two outfit, right? Where it was like uh, kind of like the red armor plate with like a a yeah. blue kind of leotard type thing. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Um, wasn't really in love with that, and, uh, I don't know, the the style kind of reminds me of, I don't want to say anime, but you get what I'm getting at, right? Yeah, it's like, they, they've kind of been consistently using that style for all their movies, yeah. and I guess it's kind of cheaper than just trying to, like, make something new, like, every yeah. time you do these. Which I don't, which I don't mind, I, I, I don't mind them kind of having, like, a consistent universe of these movies. Um, right. But I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, most of those movies have been really good. Some of them have just been okay. Like, uh, like as soon as Gotham by Gaslight came out, everyone pretty much was just like, meh, on it. I, I liked it. It was good. I, I, didn't, I didn't expect the twist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was okay. I just, I, I, I don't know. Not I, my I favorite out that, of the group, you know what I mean? Right, but like, yeah. and that, that's how I feel that I'm going to feel like. Like with Hush, you know what I mean. I mean, it comes um, out next month. I'll, I'll definitely have it, so I'll, I'll definitely tell you. Yeah, I mean, my 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 problem with them doing Hush is that, like, I mean, you read the book. I mean, yes. you know how many villains are in that book. It's like how how are you going to do it? Are you going to take out some information because, like, you know, Hush's whole thing was that he was just sending people after Batman, basically wearing him down so he could finally, like, take him out himself. Um, but, like, how do you cram that into, like, an hour and 40-minute movie? Those movies aren't you know even what I mean? long. Yeah, it's probably, like... I mean, I'm, give, I'm giving it the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Um, but with something, like, iconic, like Hush, I mean... Our thoughts aside, people love that you know love that story, and you want to do it justice. Maybe lengthen your movies because you know sometimes ninety minutes is just not enough, you know. And uh, and and then I feel like it causes them to cut movies, you know. So like you know the death and return of Superman had to be cut to two movies because I feel like they shortened it too much, you know. Yeah, there was no way to do that in one movie. That was. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I just felt like Death of Superman was, like, way, way better than the original, first off. Because, <laughs> um, man, I, I just didn't like that, that movie when it came out. 
Uh, but death, but this new death of Superman was like really dope. But then I felt like we like tried to skim past stuff in the Return of Superman. Um, you know, getting to know the four new Superman, I felt like could have been a movie all on its own. And then Superman returning to take down um, Cyborg Superman could have been another movie. True. Because that winds up being, it's, it's just so big of a thing, though, because that winds up being like a whole side thing with Green Lantern and like in the comics and everything else. So, like, yeah. I'm glad they just kind of honed in and focused it on this one thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm definitely not asking them to figure out how to condense, you know, what was that, a whole year worth of content? But I, I just feel like that's one of those movies that could have been split three ways, actually, because. First first off, you would have had a steady stream of Superman stuff going uh, for your fans, but then you also have time to, like, focus in on Superman taking down Doomsday, and then, like, a whole movie, like, without Superman, just, like, who are these new people? You know? And then, once you get to, like, you know, the fall of Cyborg Superman, now you have a lot of ground that you've already established to make that you know, um, you know, to make somebody feel something when watching that fight. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, but I mean, either either way, I mean, I felt like both movies were were done really well. I, I still think Death of Superman is my favorite though, out of the two. Oh, the first one. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I, I felt like they really got the gravity of the situation down, where like. The original Superman Doomsday movie that they did was just like so okay, you know. <laughs> um, and it's funny like a lot of a lot of my friends forget that one even like existed because like people saw it and then like didn't talk about it. After oh, the that. first one. Yeah, yeah. It was just called Superman Doomsday, and this one's like the death of Superman. That was, that was okay, I guess. I, yeah. I don't really remember. <laughs> yeah. How it ended. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I still think, I, I know I might be crazy for saying this, I still think my favorite DC animated movie that they've come out with, um, well, no, I, I'll, I'll say my top three, um, is Justice League Doom. I really liked that one. That was like a take on the Tower of Babel story that they did in Justice League. Justice League Doom. Yeah, that was the one where, like, the villains had gotten into the Batcave and found out that Batman had all, uh, files on all the Justice League members and how to defeat them. And then they used that information to go after everyone. And Wait, Bat- they... Batman had to fix his own mess. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, I remember that. That was uh, uh, Vandal Savage. Yes. That was pretty good. Yeah, so I really like that one. It, I'm going to count it as one movie. I really like Dark Knight Returns because, you know, I've already told you through this episode about my bias on Dark Knight Returns. But they did that faithfully. Uh, part one and two. Yes. Uh, I'm going to count that as one movie because that's even how they set it up in the comic. Is like It was like first act, second act. Um, so that was really good. Um, and then... Uh, hmm, what else? There's been some really good ones. I, I have I have a soft spot for Batman Sub Zero. Oh yeah, that's really good. So I mean, I actually have a yeah. list in front of me. Um, yeah. So like you said, Son of Batman, Batman versus Robin, 
Um, <laughs> Batman Bad Blood, which I actually like. Cause I, I, I like that purely for the, the Dick Grayson versus Batman fight, or the Nightwing versus Batman fight. And Batman's yeah. whipping his ass. like <laughs> Yeah. Um, Jonathan Superman, Batman Under the Red Hood. Oh, man, I keep forgetting that one exists, but yeah, it's so good. Uh, Justice was... League versus Teen Titans. Yeah. Which is, a, which is another one. It's basically like that's the Justice League. So Justice League War, Teen, Teen Titans, um, Batman Assault in Arkham, uh, Justice League Throne of Atlantis, mm-hmm. uh, Justice League War, uh, Dark Knight, you were just talking about. Um, yeah. Batman, The Killing Joke, uh, Reign of Superman, which was the sequel to Death, uh, yeah. Batman Year One, Flashpoint, which everybody freaking loves. Yeah, uh, boy, that that was so good. <laughs> uh, Batman, Superman, Public Enemies, uh, Justice League Dark, uh, Batman, Superman, Apocalypse, uh, Teen Titans, The Judas Cro- Contract. I actually thought that was cool. Uh, yeah, it's got kind of, it's kind of weird with the Tara thing, but because I, I always thought that Tara was uh, Slade's daughter because of the TV show for some reason. So it, right, um, Batman and Harley Quinn. Like I've watched like a partial of it, but never finished it. I didn't really have any interest in it. I'm not a huge Harley Quinn fan. That felt more of like a uh, Batman animated series film than it was a Harley Quinn movie. Right. Um. So I don't want you to think that was like a hard focus Harley Quinn flick. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Batman Beyond Return of the Joker, which I mean that's two thousand. Um, Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, which was one of my faves. I like that Owl Man and Batman fight. Yeah, I actually still have the little figurine they gave away at Best Buy for getting that movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mystery of the Batwoman, which is oh three, jeez. Um, yeah, that was like probably the worst out of the Batman animated movies. <laughs> I remember that. I, yeah, because I remember that premiering on like Toonami too. Yeah. Uh, that was that was like 2003. Um, yeah, it was towards the end of the run there. Uh, and then, of course, Batman and Mass Phantasm. Uh, that, was just, that was just a few of them. There's more stuff, but that's a good chunk of what's what's come out. Yeah, man, and, and more to come. It's crazy. <laughs> so apparently Batman Hush comes out at um, on the 20th. So on digital of this release. month? Yeah, it comes out digitally on the 20th. Uh, so probably August for the physical. So I'll try to... Yeah, it comes out August for the physical. So usually when I buy them, I, when I buy them, they come with like a digital code and they, um and of course the physical thing too. So I usually, I usually plug my digital code. Yeah. Um, and that way I have, I have it on two fronts in case, yeah, you've never seen this? So let's watch it. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I, I just think it's a pretty, pretty good decision, especially with more to come. Um, yeah. Any any anything else you had to say on that? Oh no, man! I I think you covered it, man. Uh, <laughs> you know, I I really do uh, really do enjoy their animated stuff. I only wish Marvel would get with the program on that. Ah, that's another that's another gate, right? Because I mean, they have currently Avengers, Spider Man. Um, uh, I think that's it, right? Yeah, like a. They had like a series with like the women. Um, Do they? I don't know if that was a movie. It might have been a movie, like an animated movie, or it might have been a series. I, I can't think of what it was called. It was Marvel something? I remember saying like Miss Marvel, um, Spider Gwen, Squirrel Girl. Huh. But yeah, that's and, they, and of course they had Guardians. But yeah, they haven't really yeah. been putting too much effort in the animated front. Um, now, I mean, my I mean, favorite it's, it's is still. There, uh, but, 
is still Earth Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I feel like that was really, really good. Yes, um, I own that on Blu-ray. 52 episodes that they never finished after the Scroll Invasion thing. Yeah, it's it's crazy that they canceled that in favor for a you know, far less superior Avengers TV show. Because they wanted to <laughs> kind of like not confuse people that was watching the MCU stuff, I guess. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, I can see it from both ways, you know? Wow. I, um, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it, but yeah, like... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I heard it wasn't, like, too bad, but it also wasn't great either. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it's, like, in the middle. I mean, that's kind of how I, I was telling you earlier before we even got on the podcast. Um, you know, that's kind of how I felt about Guardians. It's like that one was trying to follow along the same like pro- like the same thing of the movies, but I don't know. It just did, just didn't do it for me. I think the I think the biggest thing was those movies too, man. Is I think maybe they'll stop doing this, but like stop like trying to follow like the actual timeline of like the present date, which I think like I said they stopped doing. Um, right, and I, and I think that's one of the biggest things, like that gap of time. Um, they were kind of like filling in like those gaps of time. So like when Guardians came out like 2014 and then like they tried to fill in that gap of time like between 2014 and 2017. I think that's yeah. when, yeah. So they're like, oh, you know, they've been Guardians of the Galaxy for three years and then the next one is supposed to, supposed to come out 2021. So from 2017, but I guess if they're following the timeline of like Endgame, which are like, they're like five years to the future, they could just pick it up right after Endgame and keep it moving. Right, um, which would uh, make sense because Thor's with them, and I can't wait to see how that works out. I wonder if they're going to have him just slim back down to his regular body, or just still be kind of like chunky Thor. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I kind of have mixed feelings about it. I, I think Thor with Rocket would be just a great movie, uh, but I also don't really love the thought of. Thor being with them only because I don't know if that was within James Gunn's original plans or not. And like, I mean, the dude's an artist and he wouldn't have chosen Guardians of the Galaxy unless he like knew what he wanted to do. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know. There's something weird about to me, at least that Thor is going to be on their next adventure. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll get over that. Cause I really did love him in Ragnarok. Um, but yeah, I mean, ho- hopefully, you know, this this uh, third movie will be like really dope and worth the wait. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but, you know, time will tell. Uh, we're going to get Black Widow before we even see that. And we'll get uh, Eternals before that. I'm sorry, we don't get what? Uh, Eternals. Oh, they said Turtles. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they made another Turtles movie that wasn't the ones that they made. <laughs> Those were, they were okay. Like uh, the second one was whatever. Like was Stephen Amell's acting in that movie was so bad. Like I, was, <laughs> yeah. He, well, he, my my warned uh, warned uh, the coast around the geek. He was like Stephen right. Amell's. Like he don't he doesn't know Stephen Amell's acting has gotten better or he's just progressively just got used to it over time watching him. So it's just like right. Uh, it's, it's, it's times where he's like trying to get in the serious moments on Arrow and it's just like, ugh. <laughs> like I mean, yeah. I, I don't think he was the best choice for Casey Jones, but they were also trying to do their own thing, so I can't really compare it to anything, like, you know okay, what I mean? guys, like, it's, uh, it's just bad, like. Yeah. But yeah, um, 
like I said, I, I, that was all I had to say about that, man. Next week we'll uh, we'll definitely have a more structure to like what's going on. We just kind of want to throw something out for the pilot, and you know, definitely something fun that we could talk about um, the next episode. Um, I definitely want to kind of do more of a uh, more of a question of the week for the show too. Um, oh yeah, just totally. kind of like you know, use the social media to like push a question of the week. Um, but like I said, me and you sit down and actually figure out uh, a title for what we're gonna do for this. Um, but uh, like I said, we, we, we'll figure it out and oh, definitely. I'm sorry. Are, are we not? Uh, are we not keeping it as the, you know, the podcast with no name? The podcast with no name. <laughs> I don't know. It might work. Uh, unknowns. <laughs> the unknowns. Uh, mystery podcast. Uh, what's, what's, yep. what's that? What's that one DC book? Mystery hero or dial? No. Dial H. <laughs> dial H for hero. <laughs> I always wanted to read that. I think it's in the streaming thing too. Uh yeah, I mean it should be uh it should be almost done. I feel like that was only like a twelve issue series. Yeah. Um, they they always do it and then like they do it, you know, it gets cancelled. So I think this time they put like a cap on it. Like we're only doing twelve issues, don't worry. <laughs> um, but that's that's all I had for this one, man. Like I said, uh let us let us know what you guys think, uh what you want to hear. Uh like I said, we're gonna be doing putting out questions every week. Uh try our best as possible to try to have like a kind of like a book of the week type thing we're following like i said i'm not even sure if this is going to be a, this might not even be a complete um like comic po- uh, comic book podcast type thing it might just be like a little universal of like i said like the the movies uh, uh like the movies a little bit of everything I, i'm not i'm not sure just yet so <laughs> yeah like you said like the unknown we don't know <laughs> yeah i mean hey guys this is the golden age of heroes um you know, so uh, we're gonna, always going to have something to talk about on a daily basis. Comics, you know, entertainment. Um, you know, I, I love living in this age where we always have a new something to, you know, to look forward to. Dude, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Um, that, that might be it right there. That, <laughs> might, that might be it right there. <laughs> that, that, that might be the title. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, it's just, you know, um, if you would have told 10-year-old me that, you know, hey, man, we're going to get an Avengers movie, I'd be like, get out of here. Like, get right. your life. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's crazy where now, now with a year break in between Spider-Man and I'm supposing it's going to be Black Widow first, that I feel spoiled. Like, I can't even believe that there's not going to be a single Marvel movie between here and 2021. Really? Uh, Yeah, unless they do it on the back half of 2020. They said they were going to take exactly a year break from Spider-Man to the next thing. All right. I mean, I guess if they don't have anything filmed in the wraps, man, with Black Widow being the filler. I I don't uh, think it's... I think they just want to let that whole like end game scenario like gestate for a minute before they like they're they're starting back at square one is what it's making it sound like this Black Widow movie is going to be like a one off is what it's sounding like yeah but but Eternals is the real start of this brand new thing that they're going to do and when is Eternals supposed to come out I am not positive but I know it's going to be after Black Widow so if I was to guess I'd say back half or middle of twenty twenty one. 2021 yeah i mean like i said i'm with a year between just this july and next july <laughs> we're gonna have nothing wow so yeah i mean we we have dc movies to look forward to 
but on the Marvel front, we don't have anything. Well, okay. <laughs> now, now let me ask you: Have you seen Polar, the movie Polar on Netflix? Um, with Mads. Yes. I've watched the trailer, but I've not watched it. No. All right. Well, everyone can be my witness. This is Terrell's homework for this week. He needs to go see Polar, which is a fantastic comic with no words that has been translated into a movie. So there you go. <laughs> so just, I need to watch it. <laughs> so, you you so, need to watch it. So he doesn't say anything the entire movie? He, he, there is speaking in that movie. Okay. And you'll be surprised that Vanessa Hutchins is actually good in that movie. The Disney Channel actor? Yes. Okay. She is... I don't want to say a love interest. That doesn't sound right. He, he's got a thing for her. Okay. <laughs> um, but yes, it is absolutely out there. It is crazy. Um, it's like uh, if you took John Wick and put it on crack... And then once he got off crack, you put it on another drug. It's this movie. Yeah, as long as it, as long as it doesn't turn into old boy, I, I, I'll be fine. <laughs> and I mean the original old boy because I was just like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> no. So so the basic premise of this is that this man was uh, was a hitman, and he was a professional hitman, and so he was supposed to retire. Uh, now what he doesn't know is that this company that has been employing him all this time who supposedly has been giving severance packages to people that are, you know, retired, has been now murdering their assassins. So the minute you, you leave their office, they've got a hit out on you so that you don't get this money that you've now been owed after years of service. Well, Mads Mikkelsen's character does not like this idea. <laughs> and so he, ha- he, uh, he ends up... Um, trying to save his own life along with this girl who gets caught in the crossfire. Um, but it, it's nuts. It's like, um, yeah, I mean the best, the best thing I can think of is like John wick. <laughs> it's like, you know, John wick, but like not taking itself seriously. You know, the villains are zany and weird, you know, and the way they kill people is even, is even weirder. Um, now I gotta watch this movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. You can edit this out if uh, if I can't even say it on here. But like, one of the 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 groups of the group of hitmen that are trying to kill in the beginning of the movie is trying to kill somebody. So they use this girl who's one of the hitmen to uh, suck this guy's dick, and while he's doing that, another one is sniping him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And that that's just the beginning of the movie. <laughs> um, so they play dirty, and uh, yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's a crazy, bloody, funny film. But uh, I would absolutely um, recommend seeing that movie. Cool, I'm down. Especially especially if you want a sequel, because there's like five more movies that they could do after this one. But uh, yeah, so uh, that's where I'm gonna end it. Anything else you want to say? No, that's it. I think we can end it here, uh, folks. Uh, you know where you can uh, where you can reach me. Uh, you can follow us on the uh, on the regular uh, podcast, which is Around the Geek. Uh, go to our website at aroundthegeek.com. Um, you can go to our Twitter at atg underscore podcast or atg podcast, and our Instagram is atg underscore podcast or on facebook.com slash around the geek. 
Uh, we're on YouTube, uh, uh, Around the Geek on YouTube, and uh, we're on Podbean, uh, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcast. Well, Apple Podcast. It's on a lot of different things. But yeah, follow us, follow us on there. Give us some reviews. Uh, let us know what you think about this episode, and uh, we'll, we'll follow back with some feedback. Um, this has been your host, Terrell. And I'm Quinn. And we'll catch you guys next time.